Hi guys, and we are back with Fadi to discuss determination. It's an important topic for anyone who's going through, I guess, uh, a big shift in their life because trying to get through a big shift generally requires determination. Fadi went through a big personal shift in his life from what, you know, his life before his Adventurati uh, company and also as someone who is in the adventure business requires a lot of determination day in day out to kind of climb the mountains he does and things like that so he was definitely the right guest to bring on to talk about this uh so listen in and i hope there are some takeaways for you guys who are trying to make a change and uh, struggling to push through listen in hi fadi welcome back Hello, it's good to be here. <laughs> We've just taken two minutes on the couch, but we're going to pretend like we <laughs> went away and we came back. Uh, so this episode is about determination. Mm-hmm. And the reason I wanted to do an episode on determination is because making any real change in your life requires a lot of determination because you'll face different obstacles and challenges. And you kind of need to push through if you actually want to make any real change. True. Uh, and that's kind of why I wanted to have this conversation because... You've obviously needed to to have determination on multiple occasions, whether it's on a mountainside or in yep. business. Um, and so that's why I felt it was important. I want to start this episode with a quote from T.S. Eliot. All right. He says, only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. What do you think about that? That is spot on. Yeah? Yeah. Um, like I mentioned in the first episode, um, I did not expect I'd be here today. Um, so had I not taken that leap of faith and progressed towards making a living out of my passion, mm-hmm. there's so many things I would have not learned. But more than that, I would not have imagined I was that strong to commit and have that determination to progress forward. Um, and our, in the industry of adventure tourism, it is one of the fastest growing industries in tourism, but it's also one of the most challenging because so many things are beyond your control. Right. You're especially like, just think of going out to the mountains. Mm-hmm. So many things that can go sideways that are beyond your control. And that kind of is the same thing in that industry. Um, but the thing that keeps you going is that you feel you are in a place where you belong mm. and you feel like you have a calling feeling of being uncomfortable while you're in the mountain but you are on a way to achieve like nobody feels comfortable hiking up a mountain mm-hmm. everybody's struggling it's when you reach the summit that you feel that achievement but on the way up nobody's like la 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 yeah. this is so fun no it's not <laughs> <laughs> nobody's just hiking up the mountain thinking oh i want to do this again everybody who summits feels like no well, not everybody but the majority of the people going up towards the summit saying why am i doing this yeah why am i putting myself in so much pain and effort you know and then the minute they've summit and they come back down it's like when am i when, when am i gonna do this again yeah that cycle alone of uncomfort that leading to achievement that is one of the kind of i find it very close to determination because it's not determination doesn't isn't easy Mm -hmm. it's not doesn't just say i want i'm gonna be determined yeah it's a feeling you cannot describe that you have to experience to understand it 
And then you kind of, your journey is to figure it out. I think when what we, we spoke about this in, in the first part of the episode, when you were talking about leaving your job and then taking all your savings and, and spending them on your, on your uh, education, and then you were selling off furniture because things yeah. were tough. I mean, yeah. and, and at one point you were married. There was a lot that, of changes and there was a lot yeah. of stuff that you went through, you going from working in marketing and events to yeah. having your own um, adventure business. Yeah. So during that journey, what was one time where you felt you really had to dig deep um, to keep going? I think, um, I think what, looking back, like I have this every summer mm -hmm. um, because during the season, business is good. Mm -hmm. We're doing well. I'm going to the mountains as much as possible. Everything is going smooth relatively. Mm -hmm. Is when kind of May comes, I'm like, dum dum da, mm. summer's here. Yeah. What are you going to do? And then I'm like freaking out. How am I going to pass through this summer? Are we going to survive this time or not? And somehow we always pass. The, there's always an opportunity that comes that helps us survive. And I've kind of tried to force that every season saying, no, this too shall pass and I will make it. So when, you're, when you've been off the mountain for a while and you're like in the middle of full-on business fadi, admin, yep. numbers, money, all the stuff you Oh hate. my God. What is it that you kind of like tap into to kind of keep you going when you're... Um, knowing that I'll be going back to the mountains soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, um, yeah. like the first few seasons, uh, I would escape that. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, until today, now... I only started to look after my admin properly, my mm -hmm. finances properly. And before everything we made in the business or Fatty made, mm -hmm. I put back into the business. So right now I'm 35 with no savings because everything I earned, yeah. I put back into the company. I have this mentality saying, I'm going to do this on my own. Mm -hmm. I don't want any investments from outside. I can do this. It started off, man, by buying a few sleeping bags and then yeah. I'd make another chip and I'd take a little bit of that money and buy two more sleeping bags and yeah. eventually growing slowly, slowly. Sorry, wait, I, thought, I just need to, I, I need to stop and ask a question here. Are the sleeping bags that are on your adventure journey being used by multiple people? Because yes. I need to know this before <laughs> I even commit. <laughs> In part one of the episode, I said I might go on an adventure guide with you. Now I'm hearing that these are reused sleeping bags. Well, you can bring your own. <laughs> okay. You feel free to bring your own, but uh, they sorry, are. I just needed to pause the interview <laughs> for a moment because that was information that was very pertinent to the promise I made in part one. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Well, so, <laughs> so if you're if you're um if you're somebody who is an avid adventurer, yeah, you have your own gear. Cool. But if you're <laughs> someone who's in here and you and you need your own, mm -hmm. then we provide you. But right. again, everything is sanitized and clean. Otherwise, we wouldn't be operating, especially in a pandemic. <laughs> but um, good to know. Sorry, yeah. just need so, to out, check taking on check notes. New <laughs> new sleeping bag, brand new, okay. still wrapped. Cool. Where yeah. was I? So what I'm hearing from you is yeah. that when you're kind of in the midst of, because you're like, I think back to the fact that I'll be able to go to the mountains. And I think what I'm hearing from you is when you're doing something difficult and when you're doing something that doesn't necessarily 
um, make you feel light and vibrant and passionate. And sometimes you need to go through that yeah. to make to to make your dreams come yeah. true. Yeah, you need to have something in your life that's sort of like a light at the end of the tunnel. Something yeah. that you know, even if it's just once a week, that you know you're gonna go and have like an enjoyable moment or yeah. something that's gonna be a stress relief Definitely. for you. Because that's the only way. Because again, if you're doing a if you're going through a big change like leaving a career, starting a business, it's a very long process and you can't it, you can't let it all feel like a battle and like yep. a challenge and yep. like you're just trudging through you need to give yourself those kinds of time points of reflection of relaxation of kind of just easing off the pressure it took me sense. two years before i decided i wanted not knowing that mm. the struggle is because i don't belong in this formula mm. nine to five that doesn't mean like i started and then Two months later, like, you know what? I'm quitting this. I went through a massive process until I reached a place where I couldn't take it anymore. And I'd rather go hungry yeah. than go sticking to this because the money. Um, mm. I'd rather be poor and happy than successful with money in the bank. I mean, now it's changed a little bit. I'd like the balance of both. <laughs> but that was yeah, my yeah, initial yeah. thinking. Initial and when I went, which kind of, I mean, taking a leap of faith is jumping off a cliff. Yeah. So you don't jump off a cliff until uh, unless you're really crazy about something that that's yeah. your only option. Yeah. And then once you jump through that fall, you kind of open the parachute somewhere. Yeah, it's like the uh, build the parachute as yep. you're falling. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, um, but again, it didn't happen so quickly. Like looking back now, it took me a few years of running the business and all these tension moments of admin and finance mm -hmm. to realize... I need a structure. Uh, I need to sort this out. It's okay to make money. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be a successful business financially and reputation and operation and everything that yeah. comes with it. Before it was either or because I didn't want to be a man with a suit. I wanted to mm -hmm. be a hippie in the mountain. I'm like, yeah. okay, but it doesn't always have to be extremes. There is somewhat of a balance. You don't maybe balance towards either or. But maybe you can juggle a little bit between both. And I only learned that very, very recently when I was like, you know what? I don't mind an investor right now if he has mm. the same morals that I have or yeah. has the same passion that I have. Um, now I'm open to it because mm. realize sometimes you can't you can't just grow. Do everything by yourself, yeah. I can't do it. Like there's mm. only a certain place I can reach on my own. Mm -hmm. You need to open up at some True. point. Um so if you want to continue doing what you love, you yeah. have to open the door for somebody. So outside of mountain climbing and starting your business, where else has determination manifested in your life, do you think? Besides big mountains and stuff like that, which is mostly where I mm -hmm. measure my determination. Um, and I always go back to that because mm -hmm. I think that's where I find my calling. And right. it's easy to relate to that. Um, but... It's now more, I'm, I'm on the pursuit of happiness where mm. I want to continue doing what I love, but I want to be balanced mm -hmm. and I want to be happy. I don't want to relate happiness only to the mountains. Right. I want to be happy in the comfort of my own home, mm. doing nothing on a couch. I, I want to learn to do nothing on a couch, not because I'm escaping something and going skipping straight to Netflix because mm. that's my escape. Like if I don't have the mountain, I put on, I need to put something on Netflix to distract me. Right. Um, I realized it, that yeah, for how long can I do that? True. So I think my next move now is 
not business-wise and not achieving uh, on the mountain is to find that balance and happiness regardless of where I am or what I'm doing. Okay. So what would you tell people who are trying to make a big change in their life and are facing obstacles in the process? Obstacles are good. self-made or... I think obstacles are, are good. You won't understand it while you're in it. Mm-hmm. You'll understand it a few years after. Um, give it time. Because this is a thing now where I've seen a lot of people jumping in too early because they want to do, they want to follow their passion. And mm-hmm. that's the new way. Like I've beaten the system. Mm. Do you want to beat the system for you or just to say that I've beaten the system? Um, there's a lot of going on with people trying to understand that kind of formula. Um, I would, the best advice I could give is let it happen naturally. Don't force it. You'll know when you're ready. Mm. There will be something that you cannot take anymore. But don't, and that's when you take, you'll take the leap of faith. It's not because a lot of people around me are doing it mm. or a lot of people who do it are succeeding. Mm. You need to look at what your obstacles are. You need to evaluate. Um, I had to sacrifice a lot to be here, mm. but that worked for me. Doesn't necessarily work for you. Maybe you can have a balance. And I would, I would suggest before anybody taking that leap of faith is I tested it while mm. I was having a full-time job yeah, on the weekends. I learned a lot from that before I took the leap of faith. Yeah, And it took me a few years. I went from someone with a GoPro stick to an adventure blogger and then someone who wanted to do adventure videos on YouTube. And then I went through a club and from the club, I expanded and learned. And then I started, I wanted to show people how to cook outdoors. and stuff. It took two, two to three years until I reached a place where, you know what? I'm confident enough to take that leap of faith because my emotions are driving me forward Mm -hmm. towards that. But I wasn't sure what's going to happen, but I knew that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So whatever's coming, I'm ready. If you take it too soon, you might end up doing something that scares you off. You go back to nine to five. And that experience would have traumatized you from actually taking the right leap of faith if you had waited maybe a year or a month. It all depends on you, really, and your experience and your commitments. Are you willing to lose your family, face your family, and all the shenanigans that come with that? Is it worth it? You need to evaluate. Nobody can tell you yes or no except yourself. So kind of evaluate, speak to yourself more often, Re- kind of predict what obstacles might come in from what you're living today. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready, ask yourself that question. What is the one thing I'm willing to do for the rest of your life if those obstacles were removed? Obviously, you get another whole set of obstacles <laughs> that comes with it, which yeah. you will never be able to predict. Yeah. But that's different. The obstacles you have are the ones you're putting for your own self and your circumstances. Um, and yeah, and once you have the answer for that, you're, you're good to go. Cool. Well, with that, we're going to move on to the three questions we ask all our guests. The first of which, what's one word you use to describe yourself in your internal dialogue that you don't say out loud? Hmm. 
And I've been wanting to ask this question because you mentioned it in the last I episode. Know, right? so like, I know, mm. right? I know, right? There's a set of words that I usually keep it inside. But um, I think the thing that comes into my mind most mm-hmm. of the time is afraid. Not afraid from failure because I've learned my share of failures running the business. It's just admitting it out loud. Mm-hmm. And it's not also the f- failure of unknown because that's what I seek in adventure. I would assume it's more afraid of losing everything that I've put kind of in one basket. Losing uh, my calling, losing something I've sacrificed so much for. Um, and again, um, going back to letting go. Mm. And that's something that I've, I'm happy I heard from your previous podcast with Dina. Uh, uh, it's that, you know what? She's right. I need to learn to let go. That doesn't mean I want to let go, mm. but maybe if I discuss this with myself more often, I won't. I wouldn't be that much afraid. And again, like you mentioned, we all have these inside conversations yeah. that are twenty four seven, and it kind of. It, I don't know why it comes yeah. when you put your head to sleep. That's when it kind of like, all right, it's time yeah. to talk. Like, no, no. <laughs> Now that you're done with the world, yeah, time for yeah, some one-on-one exactly, time, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's a side of you that you'd like to step into more? Hmm. I would like to be. I would like to have more uh, commitment to a lot of things outside my work. Um, I'm not committed to my health, mm-hmm. though I'm a mountain guide. Um, I'm not committed to a lot of things uh, because I give myself too many excuses. Um, and I, I keep running my life like adventurity is the only thing that matters Mm. and I'm willing to lose everything for that matter, but that's not right. And deep down, I know it's not right, but again, because commitment and health and, and, and for me always come number two Mm -hmm. because my passion is number one. Yeah. But if I don't look after those I will lose number one. True. Because eventually you, and I'm already in that phase where you're drained. Mm-hmm. How much can you give without looking into other stuff that matters? Mm-hmm. And they do matter. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to be more caring of myself. Um, I've neglected myself for so long thinking, uh, I don't know whether it's the macho built in our system that you can't be tired. You cannot, say you're weak um, or maybe because we're raised in the Middle East or it's the way we're being upraised. Um, you always have to be tough because mm-hmm. a tough man is a hardworking man and all these kind of things. And I don't mind being tough and hardworking because I'm working for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer working for someone else. Yeah. Um, but you need to get yourself slack. Like on my day off, I feel like I'm uncomfortable because you know what? I like today, no mountains. Yeah. Then I'm like, you know, all over the place, panicking, feel like this tingling and anxiety is like, I'm sorry, I need to go hiking. I need to go somewhere. <laughs> I, need, I just can't sit still. And yeah. 
And basically, I think because I don't, I'm afraid to s- sit with my own self. Mm. <laughs> I want to run there because yeah. when I'm there, yes, I even if I go alone, I'm with my, I'm with my own self. But I have this aura of the mountain bliss mm. that's protecting me. Yeah. While I'm in the city, no, I'm stranded away without it. It's like me feel being without vulnerable. a cover. Yeah. And then I feel vulnerable and and exposed and. Who am I? And what do you want? And what do normally people do when they're not in the mountain? And then realize this is too scary. No, thank, take me back. <laughs> so yeah, I'd like to look after more. So after a commitment Fadi. to self care. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of people who are in this position yep. neglect it for so long and only realize it after so long that like yeah, you need to look after yourself, dude. Very true. And the last question is. What's your favorite childhood memory and why? Hmm. Huh. I mean, growing growing up, I ha- I was um. Put it nicely, an outlaw a lot mm. with my. Uh, I was that kind of teenage who had a lot of energy, who didn't mm. know what to do about it. I was in so much trouble in so many ways. Um, up until I reached eighteen, I did so many things. Um, that I drove. My- my society, my family, everybody crazy. Yeah, but I don't regret any of them because they made me who I am today. Um, and I've always longed to be that person who lived outside that normal box. Mm-hmm. I never liked to be labeled, um, and I kind of fit in now that I've taken that leap of faith. I realized was this always part of my journey because. Uh, since I was a child being shaped up to be there, be like this. I went through so many conflicts trying to be different or because I wasn't like everyone else. And I loved the attention that I received by stepping outside the box or the norms, which kind of fed me to do more. Mm-hmm. But it also made me learn so many things that I didn't know as a teenager I was living it. So when this came on, I realized because of my past experiences, I'm much stronger than I expected. Um, but the thing that I really admire is when I was younger, growing up, I was into scouts. Mm-hmm. I was part of the scouts, but I wasn't very, I wasn't really a, a very, let me say, polite scout. <laughs> I was always okay. getting in trouble. Yeah. But I have so much gratitude to my father who grew this explorer seed inside of me mm-hmm. where he used to take us camping um, with my sister and my cousins he was not afraid for me to get hurt he's always pushing my limits and saying get up um, mm-hmm. you know my father was one of those uh, I think like most Arab fathers who teach you swimming they throw you in the pool and say <laughs> paddle <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he was that kind of man um, and I, growing up kind of uh, I had my share of confrontations with him um, mm-hmm. and eventually that fueled my determination more to prove myself mm-hmm. and it came out on Kilimanjaro um, it was there where I kind of wanting to prove myself to the world to society and mostly my father um, that made me reach the summit and realize I'm ready um, to, the, to the point where I reached the summit and I recorded a video to my father saying <laughs> I'm sorry, I thank you, and I love you. Um, they always say you only know later on, mm-hmm. tough love. Um, I never realized it 
until that point where I kind of opened Pandora's box and I started going through back in memory lane. And that burned me inside so much that I wanted to make that summit happen at any cost. So um, I think with my past would be the, I think it would be two things. The adventure side of me that my father planted in me and the tough love that he gave me, which led me to be the tough to withstand um, where I want to be today. Amazing. Well, that's it. That's the end of our episode. Woohoo! Thank you so much for taking the time. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Um, actually, uh, I think this is more of a therapy session than a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I get that sometimes. Um, well, so when's our next session? <laughs> next time in, up next in the mountains. Time, right? Yeah, oh, up in the mountains with, with my the, with, friend, a new, with a new sleeping bag. With a new sleeping bag, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for taking the time thank guys you. you can find all the links uh to fadi uh in the episode description uh thank you uh for listening and uh, again let me know what you guys think uh be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and uh yeah listen in next week for another episode of millennial mirrors this is mshai signing out bye guys peace out peace out